dear future. It's May 17th, 2021, and I am starting a podcast. <laughs> I watched a video the other day by the artist Jean Cocteau, who is one of my favorite people of all time, and the video is titled a message to the year 2000 and it was filmed in 1962 I believe and in the video he talks about what he expects the future to be like and what the, the people in his day and age are thinking and doing and what his society is like basically so I was inspired by that I think because I've always been someone who is very, like, painfully aware of the passing of time. This has been on my mind since I was 12 years old and I've never been able to be happy since. <laughs> so I know that I'll be dead soon, right? And I know that people are who are being born now and who will be born 50 years from now or 100 years from now will live a, a reality just as real as mine and they will have a really hard time picturing the past, right? Maybe not as hard of a time as we have now because we have we are documenting it so much, but when I think back to the 80s, for example, before I was born, it, things weren't that different. But still, I have such a hard time just imagining them laying in bed and staring at the ceiling and, you know, biting their nails. <laughs> And that was the same in the 1600s, you know, and in the 1400s, people would eat, right? And they would feel hunger and they would feel cold and they would hug one another. And I just find that so, I just feel connected to that idea of being human. And there's this thing called facticity, which also bothers the hell out of me because there are so many things that I cannot be and that I cannot see and I cannot do because I am a 25 year old you know I was born in Brazil in 1995 so I will never know what it's like to be a kid in Japan for example or I will never know what it's like to live a hundred years from now, right? And I will never know what it was like to live in the south of France in 1855, okay? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm stuck in my reality, you know? My freedom is confined to this moment right here. So there's no such thing as freedom, really. We just kind of have to accept that the possibilities in your life are very limited and that no matter how much you do, you never do anything. <laughs> and um, that, that makes me sad sometimes. Anyway, I digress. I recently moved from Los Angeles to Sao Paulo, Brazil. And um, I live like a few blocks away from a cousin of mine who is like one of the most fascinating people ever. Um, he's extremely smart and he has really 
interesting thoughts and questions and he likes having philosophical discussions, right? And I do too, so it works out. And the other day we were talking and he asked me why I make art. Uh, what about it brings me joy? What, why I do it, right? Because I'm clearly not making any money out of it. So, why? Um, and I know I should have said that I enjoy the process and that I can't see myself doing anything else in my life because that's the only thing I've ever known how to do and blah, blah, blah. But the truth is that I could do other things, right? Um, I, in fact, I do. If I was satisfied just working a nine-to-five, life would be much easier. Um, but I'm not, so I make art to impact other people. And it's not like I'm looking for fame or anything like that. It's just that I need to attempt to outlive myself by leaving crumbs of my thoughts and feelings so that other people can find someday and, you know, know a little bit about my reality and understand a little bit more about theirs, hopefully. My mom is a very creative person. She's a journalist, but she's always been into poetry and um, art house cinema and all of that. She's a very cool person. So she always talks to me about books and poems and movies that impacted her and that changed her life completely. And I feel kind of bad because I am an artist and I should be impacted by art, right? But I'm not. Like, ever. I am impacted by people. I'm impacted usually by people who make things, but it's the human behind the canvas and it's the human holding the pen that I connect with. It's not the art that they make. Does that make sense? So, at the end of the day, I think I make art to impact others as much as I've been impacted by people like Van Gogh or Jeff Buckley or Sylvia Plath. The way my mom has been impacted by books and movies, I've been impacted by letters or interviews. So again, this podcast will be made up of letters to you, the people who might exist at the same time as me and who I will never meet, or who may be listening to my voice years after I'm no longer here. Whoever you are, whenever you are, I know that you are a person just as real as me, in a reality just as intense as mine, and I want to tell you a little bit more about the society that I currently live in, the struggles it goes through, its joys and its downfalls. I want to end this first episode with a quote from the Jean Cocteau video that inspired me to start this in the first place. And it goes, I don't want to be remembered as the self speaking to you, but as the self who is in the shadows, my shadows, and who has been expressing himself without control, because I repeat, control is a dangerous thing, and errors are what is the real expression of the individual. Thank you for listening, future. I hope you're well. Talk soon. Carol Camp.